0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Welcome to the Immortal Souls Podcast, where we explore the history, stories, myths, legends, and hype that make shoes what they are today. We are Jared and Nick, two brothers with a passion for shoes. We are excited to have you along for the journey. It was late December, 1944. Winter brought nothing but bitter cold and misery for the residents of the German town of Aachen, which was situated on the border of Germany and Belgium. The world was at war, and as the Nazi war machine raged on, Aachen, like so many other towns unfortunate to be strategically situated in the wrong place at the wrong time, was left a crumbling mess of desolation, death, and destruction from recent Allied bombing attacks. Misery loves company, and to add to the dire situation, Europe was experiencing one of its coldest winters in decades. During this time, Germany was underway with executing its last major counteroffensive on the Western Front, the Battle of the Bulge which took place in the densely forested Ardennes region between Belgium, Luxembourg, and Germany. The town of Aachen had front row seats to the fighting, and as such, in December 1944, Aachen was not a nice or a safe place to live, let alone to physically be in at all if one could help it. Hubert and Elizabeth Winken and their 12-year-old son Fritz lived in Aachen, and as the Battle of the Bulge got underway, they planned to get out of Dodge as quickly as possible. The plan was to move to a hunting cabin previously used by Hubert out in the Hürtgen Forest, if anything, to find a bit of peace and quiet and safety from the war. At this point, anything seemed safer than staying in Aachen, even if it meant moving to a cabin in the forest. Just after getting settled in, Hubert, the father, was sent away to the Civil Defense Fire Service, which was a few miles away, while Elizabeth and young Fritz stayed alone at the cabin. At night, they huddled together as they heard the rattles and booms of nearby guns and cannons and the drone of enemy aircraft patrolling through the night sky. As December 24th, Christmas Eve, finally came, Hubert was unable to make it home for the holiday. Elizabeth and Fritz, dismayed by this news, but determined to make the best of the situation, planned to have a quiet, simple Christmas Eve with just the two of them. The evening started off quite peaceful and uneventful. As the shadows lengthened and nightfall came, candles were lit, and by the warm glow of the hearth, Fritz dreamed of the delicious Christmas dinner they would have the next day. They had, after all, saved a fattened chicken just for this very occasion, that was all ready to be butchered and prepared for their Christmas feast. The chicken was named Herman after Hermann Goering, the similarly rotund and corpulent Nazi leader, of whom Elizabeth had little regard. In this moment, all was calm and right in the world. And then, there was a knock at the door. Blowing out the candles, Elizabeth cautiously cracked open the door to find three men huddling in the dark cold. These weren't just any random people. They were American soldiers, enemies. They were lost, hungry, freezing, desperate, and seeking shelter from the bitter cold. One of them had a seriously wounded leg. None of them spoke German, and all of them were armed. Time stood still, and tension hung thick in the air, as both sides silently stared at each other, Anticipating what was going to happen next. After a few long moments, Elizabeth came to the conclusion that the soldiers meant no harm. If they wanted to harm her and Fritz, they would have done so by now. Instead, they stood back from the door with pleading desperation in their eyes. Elizabeth well knew that harboring the enemy amounted to treason, even high treason, which the penalty, if she were ever caught, was death by execution under nazi decree however after just another moment of pause taking in the sight of the ragged shivering soldiers elizabeth quickly took resolve moved aside from the door and said come in two of the soldiers carried their wounded comrade into the cabin laying him down on fritz's bed he was in rough shape was pale as a ghost and had lost a lot of blood Elizabeth immediately tended to the wound, while one of the soldiers relayed to her in broken French, because Elizabeth also spoke some French, that they had been separated from their battalion and had been wandering in the forest for several days. As the men rested and warmed themselves by the fire, Elizabeth, ever the gracious and accommodating host, felt it was appropriate to cook the Christmas chicken that night instead of saving it for the next day as originally planned. That way, everybody could enjoy a good, hot, festive meal. Before too long, the chicken was butchered and prepared, and soon the intoxicating smell of roast chicken and potatoes wafted through the air. And then, quite suddenly, there was another knock at the door. Once again, Elizabeth cautiously cracked open the door. This time, to find, to her horror... Four Nazi soldiers at the doorstep. Frohliche Weihnachten! Merry Christmas, the soldiers greeted her with. A German corporal stood forward and said, We have lost our regiment and would like to wait for daylight. Can we rest here? Elizabeth and Fritz immediately filled with panic, as they knew what they had done, sheltering the American soldiers. There was a real possibility they could be shot on the spot right here and right now, once the Germans became aware of the other forbidden guests in the cabin. However, despite her panic, Elizabeth remained calm. She informed the German soldiers that they were welcome to come in and warm up and eat. But, she added, we have three other guests whom you may not consider friends. Gathering all the courage she could muster, she firmly stated, This is Christmas Eve, and there will be no shooting here the German soldiers asked if there were American troops inside the cabin. Elizabeth calmly replied by saying, This Christmas night, let us forget about killing. As the Germans hesitated, she quickly said, Please, put your weapons here on the woodpile and hurry up before the others eat the dinner. At that, the soldiers did as they were told, filed into the cabin and joined the Americans, Elizabeth and Fritz, at the now-crowded dinner table. The soldiers, both German and American, talked and relaxed and ate together in peace as they shared the table, literally rubbing elbows with each other one of the German soldiers, a medical student in his previous life, even helped tend to the wounds of the American soldier, while another German corporal busted out a bottle of wine and a loaf of rye bread that was shared with everybody. Despite the raging war, conflict, and turmoil enveloping the land, inside the walls of this humble little cabin, even if just for a solitary night, enemy soldiers found common ground with each other. From their temporary truce, they shared a small but profound moment of peace, camaraderie, and understanding. The true spirit and light of Christmas shone bright that night in the cabin in the forest. After a restful night's sleep the next morning, on Christmas Day, the German soldiers created a makeshift stretcher using wooden poles and a tablecloth donated by Elizabeth. They helped load the wounded GI onto the stretcher, gave the American soldiers a compass, and told them the best way how to get back to the Allied lines while avoiding Nazi-patrolled areas. Elizabeth gave the troops their weapons back, the soldiers shook hands, and left their separate ways, never to meet again. To wrap up this story, the Winken family survived the war. Hubert and Elizabeth eventually passed away in the 1960s. Fritz immigrated to the United States and became a baker, eventually opening a bakery in Hawaii. For years, Fritz tried to locate any of the American or German soldiers that had gathered in the family cabin, but with no success. President Reagan even mentioned the story during a speech he gave in West Germany in 1985. Finally, in 1995, with help from the popular TV show Unsolved Mysteries, Fritz was able to track down and reunite with one of the American soldiers, Ralph Henry Blank. None of the German soldiers were ever found, with it highly likely that they perished in battle. Fritz Winken eventually died in 2002. As we celebrate Christmas and the coming new year, let's remember the example of Elizabeth and Fritz Winken, who showed extraordinary courage and compassion, even when it was difficult and even dangerous to do so. And not to mention the soldiers on both sides, who, while mortal enemies on the battlefield, set aside their differences for a night, finding common ground and understanding in their shared circumstances while sharing a Christmas meal Whether you wear socks with sandals or find it an inexcusable fashion faux pas. Whether you are Team Nike or Team Adidas, Team Cactus Jack or Team Yeezy. Whether you are a wearer of Crocs or not. Whether you rock the Chuck Taylors or prefer a fresh pair of Vans. Whether you call them sandals or flip-flops. Do we let these differences define us to the point that they drive a wedge between us and tear us apart? We are all different in our own ways. We all have our unique tastes, sensibilities, and proclivities. As such, we will see things differently from each other, and different perspectives can easily lead to differences of opinion. But at the same time, if we shift our focus to the similarities we share rather than our differences, I think we would be surprised how much we have in common, even with those whom we consider our enemies. We at the Immortal Souls Podcast wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Be safe, be happy, and we'll see you next year. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Immortal Souls Podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at ImmortalSoulsPodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled. No, no, no. Oh, yeah! It's that time of year again! Kool-Aid man, you ready for Christmas?